Welcome, people of the interwebs, to the companion of the companion podcast, the Mega Vision Sideshow. This is the show where we talk about movies, games, whatever we kind of want to that's not directly related to the Mega Visions magazine that you hopefully are supporting, so thank you for that. Uh, or we talk about, you know, just a genre of something, but since Christmas is on its way, so is Arnold Schwarzenegger to show us all what's up. This week we're discussing Jingle All the Way, but with me over there, uh, the psychotic postman is Sketchcraft. Hey, good morning! And the <laughs> reliable but questionable neighbor bachelor, Corey, Tornado Jones. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, you, uh, I was Phil Hartman? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris cannot be with us today, unfortunately, which is uh, kind of ironic that the only dad of the crew is not here to discuss <laughs> the, you know, the dad movie, but... Um, the one who literally has, like, nine kids. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, so and, it's going to be... Um, and live near New York. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I don't know. Well, we'll get into where this movie maybe takes place, but... Um, so... What this is, Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's just about a dad who waits to the last minute to get his son a gift. It's Christmas Eve. He's a horrible, unreliable father uh, that works at big-time mattress company or something, but has to get the gift to make up to his son for being the worst dad in the world. He has to go out shopping on Christmas Eve, and insanity ensues. But like I mentioned, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger. He doesn't really need an introduction. It is worth mentioning this is one of his very few. I don't think his first, because there was, like, Kindergarten Cop and stuff. But one of his few, like, attempts at family fun, you know, children-friendly whatever film. Um, also starring the late Phil Hartman of SNL fame. And the more I looked up his stuff, I think he's honestly known more for his voice acting than anything else. He was Troy, Troy McClure on The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was even a star of a PlayStation 1 game called Sergeant Blasto. Um, Rita Wilson plays Arnold's wife in this. Uh, she's not known for much outside of this, but she's married to Tom Hanks. Uh, and everybody's favorite guy to hate of hanging with Mr. Cooper fame, Sinbad. Um, oh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's more, character about, is... What's Sinbad. that? Okay. I love Sinbad. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, but um, Arnold's character is Hank... Uh, I'm sorry, Howard Langston. Um, this movie, uh, its budget was $75 million. At the box office, it did $129.8 million. So... It did pretty well. Uh, what's one last thing worth mentioning is initially the film was meant to kind of mimic the Cabbage Patch Kids craze, uh, but by the time it actually came out, it was more so mimicking the Tickle Me Elmo craze. Uh, oh, I didn't even mention the year that it came out. It was 1996. Um, so we're just... Oh, you know what? Chris isn't here, so I like to think of this as maybe his uh, biography. He's Arnold trying to get that one last <laughs> copy of Fortnite for Odin or something. Um, so, you know, let's just, let's just dive right in. Uh, we'll try not to maybe interrupt each other too much, but give our thoughts on, you know, how familiar we are with this movie to start out. So, um, Corey, is this your first time seeing this film? Oh, no. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen this movie many of times. I grew up with this movie and, okay. uh, even, even as a kid, I absolutely loved like the wackiness of the movie. Cause like, that's what I love about the movie too, is like, everyone is like, Besides Rita Wilson, who plays the uh, the mom slash wife, everyone's like lovably over the top with everything that they do. Like even Phil yeah. Hartman, like ev like Phil Hartman and Sinbad steal the show in this movie. Oh yes, and everyone's a cartoon almost. Yeah, 
And uh, but yeah, I love this movie. I grew up with it. I finally made my wife watch it. Like I, I bought it on Blu-ray a couple years ago, and uh, she had never seen it before. She sits down. She gets halfway through it. She goes, "What is this stupid movie?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I never said this was a good movie. It's not going to win any like awards or anything, but it it's an enjoyable, fun time. That's that's all I'll say about it." Yeah, it's it's entertaining enough that you can get through it and not be like, "Oh, how much longer?" You know, mm-hmm. right? Um, Sketchcraft. I think you have a little more in depth background with this than than most people. So how how would you how did you come along to Jingle All the Way? So I worked at a toy store called Playco in San Diego, and uh, I was the resident nerd. And so. That summer, I started that summer, they were shooting the, the first toy sequence where he goes to the toy store and meets Sinbad takes place at a Playco up in L.A. Yeah. So they sent us up there. I went with the the uh, the manager. They had to bring up all the inventory from San Marcos to fill the, the racks with all the game stuff. So like all the game stuff in the mm-hmm. game center, the Virtual Boys and the Playstations and stuff. So we got to bring all that shit to them. Oh, boy. It, it was actually, some marketing brand. They thought it might bring money to the store or something. So you actually yeah, see Playco. I was going to say there. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no one went. Uh, it is weird <laughs> rewatching it and seeing the shells. I'm like, I know the smell of those shells like so well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this doesn't mirror Tickle Me Elmo because Tickle Me Elmo was Christmas in '96. Um, I was there for that. So mm-hmm. that was, was in the trenches. Nice. <laughs> this really mirrors the Power Ranger craze. Yeah, they were yeah. going along with that too. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say because um, if I could sum this movie up in five words, it'd be direct to video Chris Columbus. <laughs> yeah, like, his well, movie studio happened. His movie oh. studio or uh, his production studio put this together. Fourteen ninety two. So Chris Columbus produced it, and you could see okay. them trying to do the tropes. So, like, when you see, um, at the time, he was tied to Fantastic Four. So, when you go in the kids' room, we'll get to all of it. But you could see a lot of comic book references that Chris oh, Columbus yeah. always snuck into oh his movies. God, that makes sense. Because on the hmm. Blu-ray, it's one of those Blu-rays where you can't, like, you can't just hit a button to go to the menu. You have to, like, either, like, skip the skip the uh, the previews. <laughs> and two mm-hmm. of the previews are fi- Fantastic Four and The Rise of the Silver Surfer. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's something. Um, yeah, the it, I, that was something I was going to mention going back to Playco, that they actually don't um, don't replace. Because a lot of times you'll see a toy, you know, an obvious location. Like, this is clearly Toys R Us, but they'll call it, like, Toys Be Wee or something just to, mm-hmm. just to be safe. But, yeah, this one you do see on the awning it says Playco, um, which I thought was interesting. But the... Um, uh, you mentioned it's not going to win any awards, Corey. It actually did. Uh, in in ninety seven. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll I'm only going through these. I found these just now, and since you mentioned it real quick, it did win favorite supporting actor for Sinbad, uh, and then best international actor. Of course, Arnold got that. However, oh yeah, it's got Razzie awards though. Uh, worst director. And then um, the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, it was nominated – oh, I'm sorry. It not, was nominated for Worst Director, but it was also nominated for Worst Supporting Actress, uh, Worst Actor, and Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy. Oh, wow. Like, let me put it this way. It wasn't funny on set. Like, right. like I, didn't, I, didn't get, I didn't really get to meet Arnold. I mean, you see him. I didn't get right. to meet him. But Sinbad was super nice to everyone, and I was not a fan of his comedy. You know, like, I, yeah, so I, I was never like, really... why is it that – the nice guys are always like 
damn it you know what i mean be funnier um like i, <laughs> yeah, like like I watch you want them to succeed because they're good people if you were a kid when this came out i get it but i mean i mean we'll get into it but let me just say it wasn't funny on set i had no desire to go i didn't see it at the theaters mm-hmm. i didn't actually bother watching the movie until it was announced Jake Lloyd, was it like March of 97 or something like that? Or June oh, of yeah. Was yeah, as a kid. Anakin. Then I went, <laughs> you know, I, didn't like, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't on set, but I never, you know, he was not even in there. It was, it was just right. like that. So like, I was like, all right, go down to Blockbuster video or Hollywood video. Because we didn't have late fees. And <laughs> I was like, plenty of copies. You know, like I was that like yeah <laughs> and i had to walk into the video store and announce my displeasure you know and then when i pick it up they're looking at me i'm like i know that's darth vader and they're like arnold schwarzenegger no nah, yes <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and they were that looking at me i'm great. like i know i know i don't i don't know what's going on either so <laughs> uh, it's it's just it's it's been downhill all the way and there's a scene i'm not going to get to it right now but there's a scene in this where i'm like ooh, you know like if you know yeah. If you know how life played out in real life, it's yes. like, I can't wait. To oh, get- I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, well, let's, I, I guess, I, you know, uh, that's my bad too. I didn't mention who, um, who the, who's the kid in the movie, the, the kid that Arnold's trying to make happy and everything, the, the Odin Hayden of Christ- this film. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Poor man's Hayden Christensen. That's yeah. <laughs> so, but it's, um, what was his name again? Brian Lloyd. Was that it? Jake Lloyd. <clears throat> The, yeah, so but he was Anakin in episode one of the Star Wars prequels trilogy. So, um, yeah, he didn't turn out too great, but we'll get into that because that is actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Unironically, it's hilarious, um, oh, man. But Phil Hartman, like you mentioned, Corey, he does steal the show. He's the 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 divorced uh, handyman of the suburban neighborhood of the cul-de-sac. And he's the, like the player man yeah but it's kind of hard to tell at the beginning because like that first scene with the karate uh (laughs) the kids karate thing like all the ladies like i made you cookies and he's like oh that's so sweet and the other lady's like i need something fixed and he's like i got just the tool for the job but then he has like this look of disgust yes everyone's faces in these in this movie are fantastic sinbad's and phil hartman's like facial expressions to things are great yeah, it's all it's all really good. Like like you said, everybody steals the show. It's very this is almost a live action cartoon with some of these just overacting oh, yeah. roles. Almost. And, yeah. The... <laughs> I got a scene that proves the point. Like almost. <laughs> Let me say too, like like before we oh, we're gonna get right into it. I just want to because I'm gonna put this out there now, so everyone can every comment I make here on out will be you know like tainted with this thought but it, it's just a <laughs> taint i'm a job so <laughs> since we're in the 90s why not uh so i believe that the reason why this movie just is fundamentally off on so many scenes where people are acting and trying to make more out of it is they they just cast the wrong lead you know yeah, like yeah, everybody like was in movie, the wrong parts Everyone was in there. I mean, there's no reason. And look, you have to frame it this way because the movie the movie plays out like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a schlub, you know what I mean, and or a family dude who's mm-hmm. never home for his kid. And then you just look at that role, and you're like, Phil Hartman's getting the ladies, and no one's hitting on Arnold. Like, there's just <laughs> like fundamentally throughout the whole film, you know, like it just doesn't make any sense. You know, you're like it it's should be the other way around. 
Yeah, I mean, when's, when's this dude has to be working out all the f- time, right? Like, how does a dude sells mattresses look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, it it's does. so you're yeah. Number, you're my number one customer. It does. <laughs> you're my so... number one customer. I know, right? How many times are we gonna do this? Pulling, oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of. <laughs> I think. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Remember, and also, lastly, we are just one year away from Batman and Robin. So, you know, like, it's just, it was oh, not yeah. a good time to be a Schwarzenegger. And, and as resident asshole number one in 1997, let me tell you, I was the guy at Comic-Con in 1996 railing. You cast who? Like, I mean, I thought I was Brody from Mallrats. I oh went in there God. going like, you, you, that guy, you know what I mean? You're cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he Bane's in the movie, but he's Mr. No, I don't make no fucking sense. Like, like, yeah, it was so. You were the MCU fan base before the MCU fan base. Yeah, I was literally. Yeah, I might have been. Well, the DCU fan base is violent. This room is amazing. Um, that's yeah, that's very true. He he has like a a spread of Captain America deflecting shields as his wallpaper. Um. <laughs> or the not even the wall yeah it's a mural not even wallpaper it's definitely like someone paste plant that painted that on there like a fat um, boy yeah he's got action figures everywhere covering everything that he has but he's still cool and is in karate as well and it's like what do you does this kid even go to school you know it's, <laughs> it's almost like this kid gets everything he wants mm-hmm. so <laughs> almost yeah kids almost up at nine o'clock at night watching <laughs> Kids up at nine o'clock at night watching toy cartoons. You know what I mean? Like it's like super late, and he's uh, watching cartoons. He has a. This is where when I first saw his room, you know, one I'm like, okay, this is Chris Columbus because if you remember Adventures in Babysitting, yeah. she also had the crazy fucking hyper comic book room because Chris mm-hmm. Columbus is a big Marvel fan, you know, Thorn. Um, and so when I saw the giant Captain America, I was like, gotta give him credit. You know what I mean? Put the giant Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's pretty know. good. But, like, what's, you know, everybody says, like, oh, they're just, to us, to listeners right now, they're like, ah, oh, they're just talking about any kid's 90s room that's, like, the ideal clubhouse. No, there is a mural on <laughs> this kid's wall. It's huge. You wouldn't just see that anywhere. And just the, and they're in a very nice house. Like, everything's, he's the mattress. Oh, yeah, they have Mattery um, King. Here's a hypothetical for you guys. Did Ted paint that? Because there's no f- I mean, like, I know later on, Schwarzenegger says he built, I built this clubhouse, but he probably mm-hmm. should have been like, I built the room, I paint the thing, you know, always want to be <laughs> artist, you know, but look yeah. at me, I sell mattresses. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> there's, <You're> some, t- <laughs> there's some lines that we have to discuss that aren't even the Arnold lines, because this, this one has plenty of, like, oh, that's where that Arnold line is from. But there's, like, when they're arguing, or not arguing, but discussing the, the doll, like, after he has his breakthrough moment with his child, and she's like, did you get, you picked up the doll and you're like, there, he's like, of course I did. And then she's like, okay, thank you. And then for no reason he goes like, there you are. Like what? That's not, that doesn't make sense. You should say like, I love you or I love you too. Not there, there she is or something. Like that. So I don't know, dumb. man. There's, it's just, there's a lot of like, this is my ball. Like he says a lot of things that are just like, oh, well he said it. So we got to throw that in there, I guess. Cause we're not doing He's, this take again. He reminds me of, did you guys, have you guys ever seen a movie called nothing but trouble? Uh, no, yes. you bring it up yes. every episode of this side <laughs> yes. show. I think though. Tupac's so, in it. Yeah. Tupac Shakur's in it. Uh, yes. but the thing is the main, the main protagonist, which is played by Chevy chase is like, you hate him. Like he is not a very good protagonist. And that's kind of how I feel like, 
if it wasn't because of the one-liners, like mm-hmm. Howard Langston's character is kind of a bag. Yeah, um, pretty. I mean, if you've known any kid who you've just never seen his dad, but you've been to their house and it's gigantic, it's like that generic douchebag yeah. father, unfortunately. But yeah, you have a you have a good point because sometimes the star is like the everyman or the every person, but not in this one. He's you know, I can understand from sort of a father, like, the kid's not going to understand you apologizing and say you're busy and you're making money. Like, the only way to yeah. prove yourself to this child is getting a toy for him. But at exactly. the same time, you should be able to, like, sit down with your kid and be like, let's do this instead of get you a toy together or something like that. Well, that's like the this. whole moral of the story, too. The whole right. moral of the story is, like, not the toy. That's <laughs> I know what the moral of the story is. I'll get there. You know, I got two <laughs> things. So, one, you know, getting back to Chris, because he's got kids hmm. you know if this were today all i'd have to do is buy him credit on fortnite and f-ing done right like, yeah <laughs> that's the thing too like, th- this is another one that i don't um, think it would work today with the technology we have today i don't i don't think it would work today but i think it would be just as relatable uh, relatable to parents because not just christmas but i'm sure there's like events like oh they need this thing for a certain party or your kid needs this one no. thing for school that you can't find it like michael's craft store or some such garbage you know no, now, now, it, uh, literally, it's like two days after Thanksgiving. This is literally Black Friday now. It's just parents going to stores and beating up each other for like thirty-two dollar LCD sets and shit. You know, <laughs> not even for like expensive collectible things for cheap fucking leftover junk. Yeah, like uh, yeah. before I forget though, or something. Also, ironically, this is a movie about going to big box stores to find toys, and this kid, I mean, lives in a big box house. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, like, there's a lot of unintentional, like, ironic. If you really think about what am I watching, what are they showing me? Mm-hmm. You know, like scenes. You're like, what is the through? Okay, I think you know. If you look at a movie like Gremlins to the New Batch, which oh, is yeah. is not really, it's a cart. It, the the first Gremlins movie is easily a horror film. Yes. You know, set during you know Christmas. Gremlins 2 is satire. 100%. Yeah, it's, it's a Looney Tunes right. movie that's making fun of the ethos of the first movie. And I feel like this is a film that needed Joe Dante at the helm. Oh, you know, that like, would have been amazing. <laughs> if Joe Dante could have ripped apart the, 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 the action, you know, I want to say action figure, but the Christmas toy thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with the Power Rangers and, the, you know, what else was big around that time? And Power Rangers was pretty big at that time. Teenage Mutant so. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah a little bit of that. I mean, they're big. in the movie. I so do. Yes. I would say, yeah, Power Rangers are the closest thing because I do remember, like, I was I was into them, but not enough that I cared about getting their figures, just the show. But I do remember a lot of like going to Toys R Us and them being on the news and people being like, "They've got it." You know, you could get a mm-hmm. it's similar to the the Super Bowl thing. If you get to Toys R Us at five a.m., you could have a ticket to maybe get the Green Rangers Dragon Zord or something crazy yeah. like that. I remember that stuff too, like because uh, I I don't go to Black Fridays anymore because like Sketch said, it's kind of just like garbage stuff. Or you could just do it online. But back then, like, it was crazier back then because we didn't have access to, like, Amazon. And we didn't have access to a lot of, like, the the internet was kind of just starting off. So it was crazy, just like kind of how the movie portrays. Like, granted, the movie goes a little over the top with it. But still, it was still crazy. We've all worked retail before. We probably all have worked a Black Friday. And it sucks. Yeah. uh, So... So the movie opens up with a a mock Power Rangers uh, TV show opening, yeah. Where the lead right. character Turbo Man see... introduced the toy itself, essentially. Yeah, we never said the name of the toy. <laughs> Oops, yeah, Turbo Man. 
Turbo time. Yep. And it always sounds like Turtle Man. Like, so everyone makes yeah. fun of that. Oh, so they make fun of Sinbad makes fun of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's, so if you watch, if you, if, look, if, if anyone out there feels like, man, I, I should rewatch this movie, I do suggest rewatch, watching The Toys That Made Us, the new season three, they mm-hmm. cover Power Rangers. Yeah. I would watch that before you watch this movie, and you're going to get so a you whole, understand. Yeah, you're going to get a whole nother, like, viewpoint on the film that I think that, um, yeah. So you see this opening show, and I just want to say, like, one, uh, it's funny, if you know how, you know, Power Rangers was made, it was using uh, stock footage from Super Sentai, oh, Cyan, yeah, show. whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then they, they shot American parts to work around it. This is, like, the most expensive version of that option. Like, when you watch it, you're like, <laughs> oh, no yeah. way anyone was spending that kind of money. Like, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, and then, two, the music plays a lot like Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. Like, I'm listening to this. Mm-hmm. Man, this sounds like f***ing Remo. So I dug up David Newman did the score. Hmm. He didn't do um, he didn't do Remo Williams. So someone, some, he had to have known. But he did end up <laughs> doing the score to Galaxy Quest. Oh, that, oh yeah. Okay. I can hear the similarities so, there. Yeah, so you can get a bit of that. But yeah, he, he did a lot of those, like, Mighty Ducks. And mm-hmm. uh, he did both Bill and Ted's films for the, the soundtrack. And he actually did the DuckTales movie. So I got... I think, yeah, the music in this movie is not bad. I it, I enjoy it. Like it's, It fits it. It's, 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 it doesn't yeah. stand out, but it blends in. Like A good soundtrack, I'll always say, is one that you don't notice at first. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just starts so explosive, too. Like like Sketch said, we're going into the you know Power Rangers, which is the Turbo Man commercial. And... Uh, it is, or it's not even a commercial. Like it's kind of like an episode of Turbo Man, and it's just boom. It just starts right into it. And I think that's as a kid because I was eight years old when I saw this movie, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons I liked it too. But uh, some of the like most of this is like understandable, especially as grow as an older person. I can understand all of it. It's kind of like grounded in reality up to a certain point, and I want to say that point <laughs> is probably where he goes to the uh, the Santa Claus. Uh, factory mm-hmm. where it's all the underground stuff with jim belushi and all that so uh, good. i love that scene that scene is ridiculously like goofy and over the top but i want to ask you guys too did you guys re- when you guys watched it recently for this uh podcast did you guys watch the theatrical or the extended cut oh the extended to get that lovely song <laughs> oh i'm sorry because <laughs> <laughs> the extended cut has like an extra it's like an extra three minutes or something in the santa factory yeah nothing crazy Jim, but just enough that you understand like yeah why did they keep this in i feel like it's dragon now yeah but with, the, with those parts too you're like oh now i see why they took them out mm-hmm. but uh did you guys know that the big santa claus is actually uh the big show yeah it's the big show i only yeah, from, knew that I, I i felt like i should recognize him but i watched uh paul, something all right yeah uh, paul Wright. Yeah, I watched something else discuss this movie just in case I I, I didn't want to miss some some points. And yeah, I did. They did point out that yeah, that's the big show and everything because he doesn't. Well, he has actor, like three sp- spoken lines, but you don't see his whole face, so I didn't recognize him at first, obviously. Yeah. So Jim Belushi plays the Santa that that um Schwarzenegger the con first man. Talks, yeah, and the Santa wants to get him a bootleg figure. Hit the little person that that plays his elf. That that's the guy from he he played on Seinfeld. It was uh, Kramer's acting or part or yeah. yeah, and they have that whole episode where he's like stealing roles from little people. Like, like, right. Yeah. So when I see him, I'm like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's um the uh, so did you guys ever read the Clerks comics? Uh, no, uh, I I watched the cartoon, but I didn't read the comics. So 
Kevin Smith did some Clerks comics uh, through Oni Press, and the first series was drawn by Jim Moffood, um, which is a precursor to the cartoon. You can see that. The storyline was <clears throat> really ahead of its time when you think about it, although it does take place after this movie, where uh, Don, uh, Randall gets a boatload of Star Wars figures and they're bootlegging them behind like <laughs> I actually go to a toy store and the toy store guys are like selling them off to collectors to sell resell, you know, like yeah, this right, whole right. like underground trade of action figures, which I was like, why wasn't that the sequel? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's it's so it's so like small and low key and underground, but the Santa scene reminds me of that sort of like wild like there's this underground bootleg thing of santa's you know like yeah. that that itself would have made it it's almost like there's parts of this movie that would have made a better movie than the movie itself right well oh, there's like two, there's even two storylines like well when it comes well, to the villains the villains of the quote-unquote villains of this movie yeah. are supposed to be sinbad and phil hartman right where when i look at it i feel like you know if if sinbad were the were the male guy for that nice neighborhood and every day he has to go to a nice neighborhood and see all these rich people living well mm-hmm. why he actually works as an ass off delivering them gifts but he never has gifts for his kids see that's to me the emotional core that you got a vehicle there you know what i mean to like and then you got this other guy maybe phil hartman who's who maybe worked his way up but he can never be there for his kid you know what i mean and then you could see them teaming up against arnold schwarzenegger you know who has <laughs> right. every thing you know yeah <laughs> he's got the commando grill you know what i mean he's got the <laughs> Big GMC. <laughs> yeah, he's got like multiple Hummers. One of them would be like a Christmas Hummer. He's got a Hummer for every season and shit, you know, yeah. like just fucking that dude. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I can... three. <laughs> huh, look, look, I got it. I pray I never get hit up. Hey, we so we heard the podcast. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know that the the other little person that uh the giant or the big show actually punches is actually played by Vern uh Troyer. Yeah, that because when I first I didn't know that at the time, but when I was rewatching it last night. And he makes that squee. I'm like, that's fucking mini me squee. Like, yeah. I know it. I can see it. I can, I can yes. see it. I'm like, it looks. <laughs> I just. <laughs> yeah. I think the missed opportunity in this film would have been great if they had spoofed the, the Blaster Master scene from Thunderdome. Yeah. Where they could have put Vern Troyer yeah. on the big show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> little buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got like candy cane ropes and shit and they're swinging around. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's pretty good. Great. Well, what's worth mentioning, he's actually, he's not credited in this. So if you didn't catch it, you oh. wouldn't have been able to double, double check it in the credits. But that yeah, the sucks. late Vern Troyer is definitely in this. Rest but in peace. just again, between like him and, um, and oh, geez, my mind just went blank. Uh, it, like you mentioned, Corey, though, like, or maybe you did sketch everyone around Arnold. It's just the better supporting cast than the main yeah. freaking actor in this yep. thing. Um, yep. It's just insane. It really. Oh, that's uh, the Jim Belushi. That's who I was thinking. Like another, just like all right, time to like let's give Arnold a break <laughs> again. Yeah. Let's get him in here. Uh, minor detail on the Jim Belushi. Here's how committed those guys are to being Santa's. His f-ing eyebrows are white. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't stop that, looking like, at that. They're like it. silver yeah. crystal eyebrows. Like I was just like, man, how <laughs> did like, they threaded? And... <laughs> yeah. Um, this, uh, what's worth mentioning is this is not their first movie together either. Uh, they were in, let me look at Red that Heat. Again. Red Heat. Yeah. Um, so, which I didn't know that until looking this up, but I want to look at that. I want to see that movie now. <laughs> You've never uh, seen Red Heat? No, I, I haven't. I, I've, uh, a lot of Schwarzenegger is a blind spot for me because I only would watch his movies ironically. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah. 
Um, it's not as good as a 48 hours, but you can see where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a much better film. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't doubt was, that at all. This was the era of Arnold that I didn't really watch, because this was like, this was this, this was on the Kindergarten Cop, Junior. Uh, yeah, he, he was trying like, to just not days. be stereotyped, essentially. Yeah, but then he went right back to like End of Days, Eraser, <laughs> uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. End uh, of Days. I, I I got a story on that too. You know, <laughs> wasn't that movie edited because it had the twin towers in it, or like the twin towers were being like? No, no, this movie I don't think so. That movie, no, that movie came out in ninety nine. Yeah, that wasn't a one or after a one. No, no, I was in the army when that came out. I got out of the army before. Um, no, it, it just had that that crazy scene with Dan uh, Gabriel Byrne and and his wife and all that stuff. <laughs> But or he has that three some Oh yeah, end of days was ninety nine. <laughs> That's what I was trying to look up there. The date. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I once had I to like paint it. signs in the army. They put me in a room that was like four feet tall, and I'm six two. So I had to like <laughs> I had to paint them all night for no because uh, you're an artist, and there was no ventilation, and so I was listening to that oh, soundtrack fun. over and over again. You know, the end of days soundtrack, like getting mm. high on fumes. Like I could feel my brain <laughs> healing. It's I've, I mean it's the closest thing to to tripping I've ever had. Like it's, well, for, <laughs> it's uh, not good. Thank you for your services, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so, but yeah, the yeah I will I will agree with you there, Corey. Like up until the Santa drug ring or whatever, like that <laughs> it, it was a semi believable movie. But then it's just like, what's going on? And then they have the the fake song, the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. And, or that might be oh, a real okay. song. I'm not even sure. Um, well, he's singing that in the car in the regular version. You just, so you just get a little oh, glimpse of it real quick because he's okay. singing it on the way there. And uh, I guess in the extended, they were like, give him a three-minute ballad. So, <laughs> we got this actor, and he wants to do something. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jim Belushi, so. Um, and, but Arnold gets out of that somehow and says he's a fake you know, just breaking laws left and right. He impersonates a yeah. detective. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was that's like the first major like. Cause, so speaking of breaking laws, like the the cop character that he meets early on in the movie, this guy just keeps like catching Arnold doing things that he should be catching him for. Like in the very beginning, he gets stuck in traffic. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to drive on this shoulder over here. And the cop pulls him over. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh and then, like later on throughout the, it's a running gag. Is like he he goes to back up, hit back up his car, and he hits the guy, the cop's motorcycle. He's like, "You broke my little mirror." But that's just how it is throughout the. The one thing though, he could have like, just once, driven away. He didn't need to stand there and fix. That's the bike. what I said. I was like, "Dude, you could have just drove away and been fine with it." But the thing is, too. Speaking of that, like, so at one point the cop, we'll get into the radio, uh, the radio station scene. I guess we can just go ahead and do it now, but it's uh, about it's almost after that. So. Well, well we, 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 one question, one quick with the cop. So when the cop first shows up, I'm like, this plays like a really bad police academy sequel. I want to say like right. a Miami yeah. Beach, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one with the the, the Mr. Big. Um, and so I dug up the the director. He's producing or has been trying to produce a police academy remake. <laughs> Oh lord! Oh, and so I'm forever, like, he yeah. had to have been like trying to channel Police Academy when he made this. Because it's a little cop. goofy. The the things that happen to that cop are pretty goofy later on. Yeah, very, yeah. It's like you ever see a movie called Movie almost. Violation? Mm-mm. No, I haven't. Okay, so Movie Violations was was produced and and put together by the Police Academy guys, and it stars um it stars uh, Bill Murray's 
youngest brother pretending to be Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Tilly's in it. And a lot of great 80s ca ca character actors like Wendy Jo Spurrier. Um, lots of great character actors. But the cops in there are straight up like police academy cops. You're like, this is fucking police academy cops, you know? Like, like <laughs> slightly sexual, stupid, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, right. blowed up, you know, like that. <laughs> pre, kind of pre-Super Troopers stuff, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not like you know, when you know damn well these cops would just shoot these dudes. Like mm -hmm. when he, <laughs> this is America, you know. <laughs> it's almost like this whole movie was like a melting pot of people trying to get their own say into like let's latch on to this Arnold film because it's Arnold. And meanwhile Arnold's yeah. the worst part of the film. Oh, he's the worst, yeah. But we get to see Martin Mole, which I was super happy about. Uh you guys with the ponytail. Yeah, Holy with moly. the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. well, Mole. before we get to Mole. that, we got to talk about the scene in the diner. Um, oh, yeah, you guys, yeah. <laughs> it is my favorite part of the movie. So, you know, back and forth throughout the movie, Sinbad wants to be um, Arnold's, uh, what's his name, Hank, uh, his his friend, or not, is, is it Hank? It's I Howard. Keep, it's Howard. I keep combining his first and last name. He wants to be Howard's friend, but obviously only to benefit for himself. So they're kind of going back and forth with really Sinbad trying to pretend to help Arnold. Arnold screwing him over, the other one screwing him over. So finally they, um, aside from punching each other in the face, they end up both at this diner. And at this point, um, this is right after the Santa thing and Arnold's just like, what am I doing? I need to just stop and basically face facts that I'm not getting this yeah. for my kid. Cause he just yelled at his son on the phone and all that. Stuff. Right. Yes, that's right. It starts with him on a payphone uh, again. Some, uh, some part of this movie that yeah. just wouldn't work today it, or uh, another one of those movies where not every problem would be solved, but there'd be almost no plot if there were just cell phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like he's making the call and he yells at his son cause he doesn't get to talk to his wife and his son just keeps saying like turbo man, turbo man. I want turbo to man. To be fair, the son should have went and got the, to the mom anyway. But... Probably, but he's kind of I said, we fed up with his father. I said, mm -hmm. this kid's a little <laughs> is what I said he can when we were be. watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, he can be. And, and so like he hangs up the phone, sits down at the diner, um, and there's Sinbad, uh, nearby and Sinbad, they, like, swap stories. Uh, Sinbad pours a little bit of, like, whiskey or scotch or whatever it is. Some sort of liquor that he pulls out of his jacket. Old Homestead. Into the coffee. Um, and the... Memorize the liquor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, um... Hold on. I gotta think about that. You don't know any of the names of the store they're using, but the no. liquor, you're like... Mm. Well, the thing is, because we were watching it last night. <laughs> I, I kept, like, I kept having doing? in my head... For some reason in my head, I had it planted that it was just a flask. And so I, like, did a double take. I'm like, oh, that's a, just a giant... That's just a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I looked at it, I was like... Because I, I asked my wife, I was like, Old Homestead. I was like, what is that, whiskey or something? She goes, I don't know. And I was, so that's why, <laughs> like... In my head, I was like, I remembered the name of it. It's yeah. almost a Listerine bottle full of liquor. Like, yeah. <laughs> With just being flat enough to fit in your jacket. Yeah. Um, but Sinbad, like, tells him the story of, like, I really wanted this uh, Johnny 7, which is an actual toy, which is, like, yeah. an actual gun army. that probably could kill children. Um, not an actual gun, but, you know, a 7-in-1 war machine. Yeah, had a um, knife and all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, but then he's like... Uh, you know, I didn't get it. My neighbor got it, and he's a multimillionaire. And then, like, Howard's like, what have I done? My son hates me. My son's going to turn out like this guy. And it pans back over to Sinbad, but instead it's his son, Jamie, in the in the postman outfit, and he just drinks the liquor. He's like, here's to you, Dad. Glug. <laughs> I mean, you just look at it now, and you're like, with the alcohol thing, you're like, 
This yeah, movie it was ruined not, his life. Like, I didn't actually know about all that stuff until looking up the the actors and like where they went. Because I was like, wait a minute, it wasn't because I, uh, you know, not. I mean, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as you, sketch, so I didn't immediately connect. Like, oh, that was Darth Vader eventually. But I was like, oh, that was him. I was like, surely he's done something else to like ride that fame. I'm like, oh no, he <laughs> went the unfortunate other direction that some child actors do. No, I looked it up and like it was this and. Phantom Menace were the only two movies that I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like if you could have been tied to, well, I was going to say two of the biggest things, but I mean, Arnold is, he's big. He's not Star Wars big, but he himself yeah. is big. So yeah, it's well, just. I looked up too, like uh, speaking of tragic uh, backstories, like I looked up like official, because I'd always heard about what happened to Phil Hartman and I looked up what happened to Phil uh, Hartman. I was like, oh man. But yeah, there's also, my wife up. said there's a, there's a, a, I don't know if it's like a documentary, but there is something on Netflix that, goes into like the history about it and all that stuff so oh for phil hartman specifically or uh yeah i think it goes like into the life of like phil hartman and like what happened with him and his wife and all that stuff. yeah this movie has a lot of stars that just uh had very unfortunate futures including Vern shorier as well but um i don't know it's just like all over the place again though that just goes again to how strong the supporting cast was compared to arnold um and just man so let's see the diner scene oh yeah okay we're about to talk about the radio dj so you know (laughs) they they find out that there's uh he's gonna you have to name (laughs) this is another one of my favorite scenes that don't just (laughs) out of context it's just like what's going on that the radio station's like name the reindeer and you will get a turbo man or like the possibility to earn a turbo man or something so at this point arnold doesn't have his car anymore so he has to run and the diner guy the the um, no, no, no no he's out of gas that's what it is oh no dude he run, he walks back outside and his car is a shell remember yeah but that's after he gets back from the radio station uh, I think yeah it goes to the radio station first he and runs then out he comes of gas back? okay yeah runs, which that neighborhood yeah. didn't look bad apparently it was though I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah he parks in the nicest most degenderified you know gentrified yeah. fucking uh, neighborhood right in front there of is, the diner. And there was no, like, very Christmas Yeah, there was no, like, lead up to, like, having, like, seeing shifty characters nearby or anything. Yeah. He just walks back out to that for some reason. I like, think... oh, that's how New York is, or wherever. <laughs> I guess. Or in Minnesota, because it's the Mall of the... America. Mm-hmm. I think the big mistake here was, okay, they're trying to do this Chris Columbus feel, because obviously Chris Columbus produced it, but I feel like the big mistake this movie made in its absurdity was they got rid of all the Santas. Like, they should have been like, you know, Blues Brothers. It should have been more like Blues Brothers where like these Santa dudes are hunting them down and then like giant chase with all the Santas and the fucking oh, elves. Because if the elves that, had yeah. come out and fucked this car up and decorated it up with Merry Christmas. That would, <laughs> that would have been perfect. That would have been my, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And they're that. foiling them both along the way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's that one scene in the fight. I mean, I, I can't help but laugh every time I see it. I hate this movie. Is when the Santa <laughs> shows up with the Christmas cane nunchucks. You know what yeah. I mean? He's got what? He's like, I'm just like, punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, total Indiana Jones moment there. I was about to say, is that supposed to be an Indiana Jones part? Uh, it could have been. Um, That's a typical uh, any martial arts. I mean, if I, I, technically you could say it's a police academy moment because in Police Academy 2, yeah. there was a whole like scene where he fights all by, with the, the, the broccoli. Oh, not the broccoli. Like where he's knocking yeah. dudes and <laughs> throw a lattice behind that dude's shop. So, like, but like, yeah. that, that, that could have just not been in there. He could have just went like right into like fighting him. But no, they just thought to put that in there. I I feel like it could have also been like we could have made a whole fight out of this thing, but you know what? Rather than write that and choreograph this, uh, just grab that big candy cane, Arnold, and smack him one. 
You know? Why do I feel like I'm one? I'm like three months away from a remake. Like I could probably put together <laughs> for this. Uh... Yeah, I think I could put together a jingle all the way remake that takes all these scenes until. Like... Yeah, I mean we're past we're past the decade mark, so you've got plenty of you know. Yeah. Or we're past the two decade mark, aren't we? A side Holy note: crap. on on, two and a on half. the radio station thing. So I don't know. Is it? I mean, radio stations around now, but do you guys ever you guys ever win things on the radio station? Like, my, uh, my girlfriend has a good bit. She has like has a, an uncanny talent for winning winning concert tickets and stuff. My, my parents won AC AC DC tickets when I was younger. Gotcha. So so <laughs> uh, I have an uncle, and my uncle uh, hadn't worked a day in his life since the early eighties. <laughs> what he did was he won things on the radio station for basically a living, mm. like. Every radio station in the San Diego area, he I mean he had calendars, he knew the 30 day there was 30 day rules, he had multiple people he'd have us go get things and pick things up under another names and so this idea of going to the radio station and them not actually having the doll but giving you a gift certificate, I've seen happen. Like that's yeah. where I'm like that actually fucking happens. Like that, also, yeah. on the radio he never said that. He said to win a turbo man. It, yeah, right. they do that shit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've worked at a radio station, too. It's, yeah. Um, but the, uh, oh, that's what I was going to mention. It's just one of my favorite scenes when, so so basically they have to run to the radio station because it's a couple blocks away. And, uh, and they're, like, saying to themselves, like, what are the names? Let's go through the names of the reindeer. But one of my favorite scenes is just Arnold running down the street just saying, Dasher, Dancer, Prince of Vixicomet. And he turns around to Sinbad and he's like, I'm having a lot of fun. Bye. I'm like, <laughs> I can do this all day. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it, it, you know, that was it, like, isn't it? What's that? An antagonist problem. The movie has an antagonist yeah, problem. Like and the, the Santas crisis or something. Elves. Yeah, the Santas and the elves are their best, you know, villains in the movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like right. they got, they got the, the clear, muscle. Clear illegal uh intent and stuff. They have holiday themed weapons. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so like <weird. laughs> that yeah. that's when it starts off too with uh Sinbad like <laughs> It's funny because when he's running after uh, when he's running after Arnold Schwarzenegger, it looks at first he's trying to like, like that's the thing. I told my wife, I was like, that bag, he has to be everywhere with that freaking mailbag. And I was like, okay, I understand, like he has to deliver this stuff. But no, he just starts throwing stuff out of it, I guess, to make it lighter so he can run faster. Yeah. And then he finally picks up a package and just and that it's a right at that's where they end the scene is he throws a box at the back of Arnold's head and mm. it hits Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just cut the scene and they go to the radio station. The, oh, the nice. problem is, though, it hits Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's indestructible, yeah. right? Like, yeah. he, he just got done playing the Terminator. Like, we only see him, especially in the 90s. You're like, he's there's that's why you can't have Arnold Schwarzenegger play Mr. Freeze because you're like, yeah, Batman, that's not the core of that character. And so, this, you need a character who, Mr. Freeze is who's smart, not bulky. <laughs> yeah, you need so like a weird. Phil Hardman or a Sinbad. Although if I had my way, I would have cast a David Allen Greer in the Sinbad role. Um, I know yeah. like Sinbad ad lived a lot, and I just think David Allen Greer is a much better uh, yeah comedian. Oh character yes, actor. yeah, that ad living, especially when he first meets him and he goes into his spiel. I looked at my wife, I was like, this had to have been ad libbed. Yeah, all of it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was also cut for time. I think that might like in the extended version, it, it's a little bit longer or something too. Just that rant of his. <laughs> Um, who selected the entire slept with everyone in the post office except me yeah what <laughs> that i think that part was taken out for the theater for family whatever <laughs> sinbad choked a woman right outside yeah <laughs> yeah that <laughs> would not be okay today yeah. oh man just well, okay today bro in 97 i'm like he's yeah. choking a 
In downtown LA, like, there's no fucking the on, way. The only difference yeah, today like, is like five, 50 people would have filmed it, and then that would have been on the news. That would have been more popular than star. the Black Friday rush insanity. Yeah. Oh, which actually, I'm I'm surprised we didn't touch on this already. So yeah, all three of us have have done our fair share in retail. Like the the part where I started to disbelieve this movie was actually when um I forget his name from SNL, uh, Chris and, Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell and his coworker at the oh, yeah. at Playco just laugh in their faces. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know it's Black Friday, or I'm, I know it's Christmas Eve, but you would have enjoyed your job, or you would have wanted to keep your job enough that you might have like cracked a smile or been just like, huh, no, you uh, you're joking, lot. right? We don't have that in. You know, it wouldn't have been like. <sighs> Like that old yeah. man. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go check in the back or something like that. Oh, yeah. No. You check in the back. You do a lap and you like sit down for a second and you just you watch them on the security cigarette. camera and be like, these f***ing <laughs> idiots. And then you go back out. Yep. I looked all over. We must have sold. You know what? We sold the la- It's that guy out there. He's got it. Sick him. You know? <laughs> That's what happens. As an employee at Playco, I could tell you, like, I was like, can I act like that now? Like, can well, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it okay now? It's in the movie. We could turn yeah, it My into manager, it. Rick, was like, no. I'm like, can't we? You know, like, but we can make it like a documentary. We really act like that. How's that? Eh, can that eh? be my Christmas bonus, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> it reminds me of um, this came out way later. But did you guys ever see a movie called The Big Hit? No, uh, that is a. We gotta cover that movie. It is a fun movie. But there's a was video star to me guy. recently. Oh, okay. There's a yeah. video star guy who plays it like that. You know, but it 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 plays better in there. But you're like, yeah, this is over the top nonsense with these guys. I think though, so. Here's the thing. So you got a you got Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got this dad looking for a toy. You got a male man who's got slight postal tendency issues, which is kind of a gag, mm-hmm. all right? Trying to like compete to get a toy for their kid. I think when when Schwarzenegger turns down the Santas and gets them in trouble with the police, and maybe they escape, they should be trying to keep them from getting toys. And then you know what I mean. And then they, like yeah. they could have like like there could have been a point where. You know, Sinbad pulls open the state, the, the police, the the postal wagon. He's got all these weapons and shit in there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they they could have, yeah, they could have really Let's exaggerated. Come on, it. Arnold. Um, but they could have been all like nerf for shit. You know what I mean? He's like, man, that's overrated. Yeah, you know? but like, it's still just... street legal because it fires, you know, rubber bullets or something. Um, and he finally gets his seven in one gun or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I never, I never got it, so I made one. Here we go. You know, like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, the, uh, that's, that's a scene worth pointing out too, that like he uses his, his, the, the stereotypical, uh, postal tendencies and says that one of these packages is a bomb and it's, (laughs) it's, it's a weird moment because they're against each other, but like for a split second, they finally do legitimately team up when all the cops show up. Well, that's the thing. They have a shake. They have a very shaky alliance. They have an alliance. Whenever they're frenemies, they need, if you when will, when they they need to be when they need to come together. But the minute that it comes to a part where like they realize that both of them won't get a toy or something like that, then it's just like right back at it. Yeah, cutthroat immediately. It kind of reminds me, like I mean, it's you know anime nerd, but it kind of reminds me of, like the relationship between Goku and Vegeta. It's just like they're together when they have to fight something stronger than them, and then they're just like, all right, let's fight each other again. Yeah, the healthy. So very. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. a very John Hughesy thing to do yeah yeah there's a lot of john hughes nods in here which you know chris columbus worked with john hughes um like uh so this thing where they they kind of go together team up go back if you in movies like the great outdoors or uh, oh yeah planes trains automobiles also when if you look at the the kitchen sequences when his wife is baking cookies it's very uncle buckish 
Like yes. if you look at oh, the, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> is, that, is that a phrase? Can we use that now to for accurately describe? I guess. I mean, Uncle Buck no, is a yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The that is. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Again, it's a melting pot of like better movies. <laughs> better. Yeah, better. Better. More qualified. It crappy eighties comedies. Like yeah. Or guys. I would just say like better talent, not just movies. Because yeah, with with the how the characters are, how the yeah, it's the cinematography and everything. But yeah, it's just not. It's such a weird. I don't know. But that, that Bond scene, I did enjoy uh, just another line I want to mention real quick. When Sinbad, Sinbad escape, they both escape, but Sinbad's running away. They hear the explosion, yeah, explosion, and he's like, that was a bomb? It's a sick world we're living in. Sick people. <laughs> that, out of every, so that's the thing. Everyone remembers the Arnold. They remember put the cookie down, and they remember all that. But that's my favorite line in the movie. Yeah, where he just goes, "It's a sick world with sick people in it." And he just walks <laughs> off. Yeah, but he yeah, literally he's... set off a bomb. Yeah, a yeah. that oh. only blows up the like, one guy that opened it. Yeah, the cops are wily e. coyote. Like they're just yeah. sizzling. You know, right, like, right, what right, is right. this fucking <laughs> like? That's where I was like, okay, if we're in a cartoon world now, like it, it yeah. kind of starts in the real world and then moves into. By the time you get to the Santa thing, you're fully in a cartoon world, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he becomes a cartoon character when you think about it. So at that point, I'm like, you got to ratchet everything up. You need Santa elves everywhere with fucking yeah. reindeer weapons and shit. Um, yeah, coming in on jetpacks or something. The thing is that cop goes back to work. Somehow like he goes, he goes right back to work <laughs> on Christmas Eve <laughs> with his hands bandaged. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, you can't, man. You he wouldn't be able to drive his bike. He wouldn't be able to man a gun. He wouldn't be able to write a ticket or whatever. Like ten years t- on the Bob Squad, huh? <sighs> it, it must have been two two days to retirement or something for him. I don't know. He's just trying to trying to. Uh, He's just trying to get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Boy, I like I do like the uh, so yeah so that happens his that's when his car's toasted it's done it's just yeah, a sh- it's yeah. just a frame but then he goes back home because the tow truck takes him back home which I we've probably all experienced the tow truck like awkwardly sitting in the front of a tow truck and trying to talk ourselves into it being okay but I thought that was kind of funny but yeah but that I w- this is the one time that I did kind of identify with Arnold a little bit when he gets to his front yard and sees oh. Phil Hartman's character putting the star on the tree like as shitty of a day and I'm not saying like I'm the prideful father but like if I saw <laughs> some other dude putting up the star on my tree and then my wife walks in I'm just like are you fucking kidding yeah. me i almost killed yeah. a man back there i will kill one now <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> the problem is it is it's arnold schwarzenegger he right. easily killed he bill hartman like yes. It's, yes. this is no f-ing way it should be arnold putting those lights up for you like what are you gonna do what are you gonna say if you come home and arnold schwarzenegger's putting your lights up you're like you know what i mean yeah this is it this is it it could totally these roles should totally just be switched it should be phil hartman in the main and it should be arnold as the sleazy you know, the sleazy neighbor. Yeah. yeah. All the chicks want him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause there's no f-ing way women want Phil. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I love Phil. You well, know? It's, like, it's not even that. It's yeah. like compared to Arnold, it's like they wouldn't be attracted to his, his, um, uh, his handyman-ness. They would be attracted to Walt, uh, Arnold's pets, you know? Yeah. yeah. The presence of Arnold, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Arnold has that punchable face. Yeah. Oh, very much so. <laughs> You're like, but back that, to the face of Arnold, yeah. <laughs> it, it might also be that like Phil Hartman is such a better actor that he's able to play that guy that you love to hate. You know what I mean? I think I feel like it came down to that. Uh, other... Still, as a protagonist, though, you would want like I. Well, that's me personally with Phil Hartman. I would just love to like I love Phil Hartman, so seeing him in that role. But yeah, it's different for me, I guess. No, it, 
look, Arnold's cast for one reason. It's the only reason why this movie got made. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it was just a vehicle for Arnold to be like, I'm in the family friendly movie. You know, like I am uh, not just know, like, big it, action man shooting I'm, people. I love yeah, children. Yeah. I just like, cop. I got paid to me thirty million dollars to do this. You know, I did. Like, I the wish movie. there was. Have you guys ever watched any commentaries with him? He's literally just describing what's happening in the movie. I wish oh, really? that there was a commentary on this movie with him sitting in. Like, yeah, this is where I punched a reindeer, but it wasn't a reindeer. I wish it was a reindeer. I hate reindeer. <laughs> Is that Sometimes I want to make it rain with deer. I just put them yeah. all up and yeah. throw them up in the air and let them rain the bodies down. You know? <laughs> Speaking of which, is that a, is that a callback to Conan? To when he Conan. punches that oh, reindeer? Oh, he, he does. Yes. What is it, it's like a camel or something in that yeah, movie, Yeah, he punches the camel in the head. Like, kills it. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Again, melting pot of better film. <laughs> like, yeah. um, that reindeer scene was unnecessary but i guess they needed a break oh we didn't even mention that phil hartman dad of the year uh, rents a reindeer to like just bring in the christmas spirit to the neighborhood and stuff <laughs> the, what well, does that what sense does that his, make his, i mean his kid names it ted and then when oh yeah when ted the reindeer calls he's like where's your mother he goes he's out she's outside petting ted and he goes what what <laughs> that part i don't know why that's such like not a good setup joke but that joke got me so hard when I watched it again last night. Yeah, it's just it's you such know, no, a... no, no. it made you laugh. Be careful how you phrase your words, buddy. Yeah, it made so, me like, laugh. I was like, uh huh. <laughs> it's such a weird what? throwaway line for another throwaway line. Yeah. 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 I, I also, don't know. I guess it's just show he's the good dad. I guess so. Yeah. How much uh if if Ted's getting around the neighborhood, what what is the venereal disease rate in that f- home sack? Like, I like, don't like, know. Yeah, it's Pleasantville. Know, All the kids it's look suspiciously cold. alike. You know, guess what? I got you for Christmas. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But then this all leads up to the like this is the pinnacle moment the where parade. Yeah, well, no, we oh, didn't even gloss over the fact is that, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes, because, like, earlier in the movie, Phil Hartman tells him, like, oh, yeah, I bought a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago. Yeah. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's just like, f*** it, I'm going to go steal it. And Again, kind of a realistic <laughs> thought pattern or thought process at this point. With everything he's been through, he's like, there's one next door. I can have yeah. it. No one would know. But, and I love how the one present that's underneath the tree that is the Turbo Man doll that you don't want your son to know what it is is wrapped in the Turbo Man wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. But, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good thought. That's like the quality parent thinking like, oh, it's themed, but not thinking like, oh, well, there's no surprise now. <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, he gets caught and like he has the moment of clarity and like all that stuff. And then the parade <laughs> happens. There, like, hold on, I, hold on. Uh, before we get to the parade, I just want to say there's a scene with Phil Hartman with his oh. right that I, phone call right before the phone call he's in the kitchen with the wife oh, who yes. by the way Rita Wilson plays his wife right yeah looking awful lot like 1997's uh Maria Shriver right or I always thought it was Maria Shriver when I was younger I, yeah, think I mean they made her I thought to that look... too because I was like wait I think there's all big all-stars in here oh she's done like four other movies and then she married Tom Hanks okay the different person yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's just because Whatever, and you know she's being nice, but man, dude, Phil Hartman's sexually assaulting her every three <laughs> fucking seconds. He literally, he literally pulls a move where he's like he forces a hug on her and then presses himself into her. I'm like, what is this? Shit? Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, you know just... it, it didn't play that well in the '90s too. It's not like I know it's now. People are like, oh, it's because now, Rob. I'm like, no, it was. F- 
not that funny at the time too you know (laughs) yeah that might have been if you didn't hate him then that was when you're like whoa sleazeball alert like you know that was that's when he's supposed to sleaze it's like the whole in the in the in the station wagon van uh scene (laughs) with him and but i feel like that joke that 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 bit was put in to make you feel a little bit cool about Arnold stealing the kids toy. You know what I mean? Like, but also let's talk about that part real quick because there, you know, he, okay. The reindeer comes in, he punches the reindeer after chase being chased around. The reindeer breaks through one of Ted's doors in his house. The, the, uh, one of the members of the nativity scene gets thrown into the fire, which he kicks through his window, but they walk in and like catch him. And after all of this, but they're more disappointed and upset that he stole a toy. Never mind the collateral damage around So you got this scene where you're going to have Arnold trapped in the house with a reindeer. If it had been the Santas, right? Let's say there was a part of that <laughs> ring where instead of delivering toys, they were going into homes and stealing them to bootleg the toys too. Like, oh, <laughs> like on zip lines and Dude, stuff. Like you, do you just want – do you want a job in three months? Is that what you're trying to do? Do you <laughs> Look, want a directing guys, job? <laughs> Look, I, 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 no, I want to be in the writer's room for these. <laughs> comedy. I got. Yeah. I tried to pitch a holiday story once to IDW. I was friends with the editor in chief. He's like, I want to hear your stories for comics. I'm like, well, I got an idea, but you're not going to want to hear it. He's like, I want to hear it. And so I'm like, it's a remake of some of National Lampoon's Vacation, but it's Santa going with his wife on a summer vacation, and all the elves have to pretend they're his kids. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I remember he looked at me, and I'm like, and I just want a scene where. You know, he's at the hotel bar and it's all the other f-ing holiday f-ing characters are drunk and having shitty vacations during the summer, too. Like the Easter Bunny and, yeah. uh, you know, Cupid and whatever Hanukkah celebrates, you know. So like, would like, they like would they have to did they have to create this show that he has a family for some reason? Or like what's the reason for the elves to be the children? Well, yeah, because his only family are the elves. They want to go on a vacation. But how do you yeah. go around with f-ing 15 elderly oh, dudes okay. so you have to go around pretending to be his kids you know what i mean like they have to like because yeah. they're small like it's i didn't pick up on how like why they had to pretend to be a family i got it yeah um, they're on a family they got the station wagon the reindeer under the hood I, yeah so, okay. audio I could see this that. is a real movie by the way like, <laughs> this is, you might think <laughs> with with the caliber of what we've watched so far you might think that is a real film but uh, <laughs> that's what i bring to this podcast you know what i mean it's blurring the lines between crappy screenwriting and this I thought you but were going to think about what you're saying though with the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought and, you were going to say like something like like just basically redo this movie, but it's it's Jingle All the Way three, the Santa Claus, the Mall Santa story or something, and just <laughs> it's, just from their point of view, trying maybe in the background they're actually sabotaging, and everything that we see happen to Arnold is because of the Santas and the elves, but we never see them in the shots. Well, it's two different parts. So part of it is, yeah, they follow them around. <clears throat> I think this sequence easily could have been a situation where, you know, there, I mean, there could be a thing. I mean, how do they get all those toys? Are they getting them from, you know, just the malls they work the distributors, in, or... the malls they work in? Maybe they're also stealing toys from homes, too. I don't know. But yeah, they definitely could, at the very least, just be trying to get, keep him from getting a toy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's, you know, like, because. Look, it makes as much sense as anything else in this movie. Yep. <laughs> but Arnold fighting Santas, I think, throughout the film, would never get old. Just yeah. Just, now you add a reindeer to the mix, and you're like, here we go. You know? Yeah. And the, like, the he's, last... He's bringing the big show back nonstop. He's like, I want my revenge for my little buddy. <laughs> yeah, and that's all he says when he enters the frame, like, little buddy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a callback. <laughs> yeah. And the um the like the the last almost the last scene could be when he's Turbo Man and he's hugging the family and then uh, uh Arnold just like throws a fist behind him to knock him out one more time, knock out one more Santa or something stupid. Yeah, yeah but the problem with the ending is and we'll get there but Mm-hmm. Sinbad plays the villain, and I'm like, he's not a bad dude. He yeah. should have played Boomer. It's all, you know very... what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it I... could have been Big Show, right? Like, yeah, that would have so... it would have made more sense, but I don't think it would have provided the ending scene they needed. You know what I but mean? Even then, he's, he's the, the ending. Villain, they didn't need that like, scene. He's 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 the bad he's the bad guy for the comical ending that happens i mean he gets kicked in the nuts at one point which surprise you know remember when jamie did karate that's coming back finally yeah but you can you can have the exact same ending because the 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 joke running throughout the movie is no one likes a sidekick no one likes a sidekick david allen greer played the sidekick in blank man right other guy Right, oh, boy. <laughs> but then, like, that, but if you have if you have like the big show or one of the Santa Claus be that, then how how are you going to? No, you don't. You have do you have the Sinbad character be Boomer? Everyone oh, hates okay. him. The kid gets the toy and the dad, but then he goes, "I got I still give it to Boomer." Boomer there gets, you go. yeah, because everyone hates saying? Boomer. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, you know, he's got the toy," and everyone's like, "Everyone holds Boomer up," because everyone picks Arnold up at the end, and I'm like, "No one's left the fucking Arnold, dude. Like no. this is ridiculous." Like, yeah. so, like Sinbad's going to jail, so like pretty much, yeah, he's clearly going to jail. Doesn't make attempted kidnapping. You know what I mean? And Arnold assault. should too. He blew up a cop. I mean, I don't. Know. So weird. Yeah, we are. We're getting a There's little a bit ahead of ourselves. Kind of, we're getting we're a little, little bit of our. But we'll, so we go from this scene to the parade, right? Yeah. So he, you know, he made peace. He's having beers with the reindeer near the clubhouse yeah. that he built for uh, little Jamie, and then they go to the parade. I we we got to point out like who we we spot in the parade. Everyone from like Sonic the Hedgehog to yeah. the Tick. Um, to yeah, Leonardo, it's so it's just all over the place. And then, but of all of all things that happen, like of all the characters running around, not yet Turbo Man, but um, uh, Ted's son, I forget his name, but Jamie's best friend in this movie, basically, he's like, Johnny. okay, Johnny, and he's like, Cat in the Hat, all right, and then they high five. I'm like, who the f- cares about Cat in the Hat? Yeah, they had, look, that was, we were, I remember looking at my buddy, and he, I don't, I don't fucking, does the kids like Cat in the Hat? Like, <laughs> it should have been Sonic, yeah. Or just I the, mean, the turtles. turtles. Yeah. The Power yeah. Rangers, that would have been a great time to get the Power Rangers in the movie. Right, one more, yeah. like, one more nod to that insanity. Or yeah. just not put the hand, the high five scene in there. Like, well, it was, it was, it didn't need to be in there. <laughs> no. Um, it's a true story after after the Phantom Menace, right? <laughs> I my buddy and I was like, high five! And he's like, no, because we, we were stationed together in the army. <laughs> he's like, no. Yeah. So the guy I watched this movie with, um, my buddy Bradley, uh, we, we grew up together. We watched this movie to see Anakin and then when we finally saw Anakin, I was like, high five! And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man um and we gotta we gotta briefly mention the scene of you know the the kids jump out of the station wagon leaving ted and um mrs arnold's wife to talk in the van about whatever and ted finally tries to make a move after yeah. offering some eggnog and he gets punched in the face or slapped in the face or something with the uh the eggnog thermos and so he finally gets his due but again, it's just like, why is this subplot happening? I don't know. It was like, weird. So the next day is going to be pretty awkward whenever they see each other now. Yeah. Like, 
Like, is his wife going to tell Arnold or like what? Like, uh, you know, he tried to come on to me and all that other stuff. And then Arnold actually it's going to turn into an action movie because he's going to go Here's... over there and kill him. <laughs> Here's where the movie gets a little. OK, so from the, the writing standpoint, OK, I'm like, so he was first presented as a handy guy and the women are giving oh, him yeah. food. Right. Yes. But somewhere in the movie, he stops building things and he's cooking all the time. Uh, he women, and he's trying to offer food to women. I'm like, that's yeah, the, the last fucking thing. With the reindeer and stuff. They don't want all them calories and shit. Like, that is not going to get you anywhere, brother. You know, like, I don't understand. I think it's I think just it, show he's the best every man. Like, he's good yeah. at everything. Yeah, like, I think it's playing against it, playing to the stereotypes that, oh, he's cooking and he's a man, you know, like yeah. crap like that. It's the opposite of what Arnold is. Yeah. yeah, I get it, but it doesn't make any sense for them giving him food if he's baking and shit too. Oh, I like, understand. Like, I'm not arguing. Mean? You're you're said like th- it's stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should open up the podcast with that right there. <laughs> it's Mark stupid. The time. <laughs> Just cut that out. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, <laughs> I will. I want royalties. That, yeah. Okay. As much as we make hey, from this Coppa, episode, you ain't getting. Sh- Dog. You know, yeah, we're gonna, you're going to owe 42 grand soon enough. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. But and so and the cop shows up again. Uh, I guess yep. that's worth mentioning because he's one of the reoccurring <laughs> characters. Yep. Um, and he has his bandaged hand. I, I, I feel like that was like the only reason for that scene in the car other than to get rid of Ted sort of is to like Arnold sees them. He runs towards them, smashes the cop in the in the he just runs into him. He's carrying coffee and he's got his bandaged yep. hands and. Uh, then Arnold gets pulled aside and stripped down and then turned into Turbo Man. Um, just all of this doesn't make whatever. It, and we see Which, Booger as Booster. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah. A Booger from Revenge like, of the Nerds. I, know, I don't know his real name. He doesn't have that, a real name. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been on a bunch of stuff. They did a show like a couple years ago on, I think, TBS where they were trying to find like the biggest nerd or something like that. And oh, okay. he, was one of the ho- he was one of the hosts of it and all that stuff. But yeah, that guy, you you remember that guy because of his voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he essentially later comes back to play his own character, himself in, or Booger again in um, American Dad and all that crap. Oh, yeah. So Okay, now I'm laughing. Remember when I mentioned moving violations? Oh, wow. <clears throat> I just looked up something. So while you guys are talking, I'm like, who did play that cop? It's Robert Conrad. He was uncredited, but he played the chief of police in moving oh, yeah. violations. He's done a lot of, yeah. st- like... He's one of the more talented people in this film again. <laughs> um, but I, I just looked up credits in here, and Booster is credited. There's two different Booster credits, but I had to laugh at the one because Jeff L. Dice played TV Booster, who was in the very beginning, just the actual show, the opening credits thing. And then right. Curtis Armstrong, who's Booger, uh, he's um, credited as Chainsmoking Booster. <laughs> <laughs> he only smokes one cigarette. <laughs> yeah, but that makes him a chain smoker in a kid's film, I guess. Yeah, it works. But yeah, uh, then we get the, the, the I feel uh, the, the missed opportunity for Booster... The, for the actual actor should have been Tom Arnold. Oh, yeah. It, this movie <laughs> yeah. is severely lacking uh, something that should or, involve Tom Arnold, I feel. Or, mm-hmm. or the Jim Belushi role should have been Tom Arnold. You yeah. know what I mean? This is right after a true life. Like, that would have been a great... It might yeah. have been more they wanted that voice for something that uh, has... It, someone that has his face covered so that you can still hate the character as he's talking, I think, or something, you know? Like, he's still got Sinbad. that... Yeah, that booster. Yeah, I got yeah. That's easy. I think... I think, uh, I think if... Me and Sketch both, like... 
because Sketch said like Sinbad should have been Booster, you know, you know, the whole movie is nobody likes sidekick and all that stuff. But that should have been like I'm thinking of now too is like maybe there should have been like some underlying thing where Booster was like orchestrating this like he was the bad guy all along or something mm. like that. It's Never like reveal maybe... a third act villain, buddy. You got to pay it off at the end. Like, yeah, we don't yeah, need that's what it is. So, which yeah. yeah, we don't need yeah, a Venom it, it, in here. Um, yeah, that's first screenwriting 101, which is why when you watch Spider-Man 3, you're like, they didn't f***ing listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Robert McKay, you know what I mean? It's f***ing just, ah, it's these guys. Man. Yeah. But the, so Arnold's on a float somehow. He's got a jetpack. Uh, the whole good thing oh oh i like how they try to make it seem like somehow could not figure out this is arnold schwarzenegger in this thing because when they're dressing him up as turbo man the kind of the the right hand man on everything involving this parade float scene or whatever um he's like thanks for sitting in so late blah 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 the voice modulation thing is on there so that it'll make your voice sound more like turbo man or something like that i'm like no it's still gonna be it's turbo time the jamie (laughs) (laughs) and they literally swipe a million shots from the Rocketeer. Oh, yeah. Rocketeer is fantastic. Before the Iron Man movie, or the better one, you know, whatever. It's just insane. It's just a melting pot. <laughs> we still don't have the technology for that pack. I mean, no, if no. it were on Wireworks and like they were, you know what I mean? Like they were trying to put on a show, it'd be one thing, but he's literally like, think about this. We're going to give an actor an actual working rocket pack and have them fly around Minnesota. I don't fucking know. And like, carry a child somehow. Assuming that was yeah. part of the plan to like Man, catch the I just child want to watch Rocketeer. Around. I just want to watch the Rocketeer now. But he even does the thing where it turns off and he falls off off the bottom of the screen and pops back up. Like I'm like, this is mm-hmm. literally almost shot for shot. Yeah. First time he got the rocket pack and Rocketeer. So yeah. Rocketeer what came out two years before this? Ninety one. So? No, not, it came out yeah. 91. Oh, I thought it was ninety four, my bad. Yeah, ninety one. Far enough away. But yeah. I what a what a I, went, I saw it at a radio premiere party on an aircraft carrier in San Diego. We went to in uh, Coronado. We went to it was on the, the aircraft carrier, which is across from Coronado, then we went on to Coronado Naval Base and they had it there at the theater and so it was a whole – I'll never forget it. I'm like, this is crazy. What is this movie? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, this this whole sequence – look, the, the the special effects on the sequence weren't that great at the time. I like, it's very no. stiff. You know, like, it's you could really see the, the edging around the, uh, yeah. the, the, the the blue screen work or whatever they're doing. Like, or Some rear projection kind of sometimes. Some kind of screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels like more like – I'm going to say rear projection, but it definitely – I don't there's know. A part, get... There's a part where Arnold looks like he's just like laying like on his like he's like planking and like he's just oh. flying through the sky. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, since he's Turbo Man, somehow, of course, we have to make Sinbad uh, Dr. Dementor, which he knocks a guy or doesn't knock a guy out, but he kicks the crap out of a guy, steals his Dementor outfit and just leaves the guy on the rooftop of a building. So he might still be there to this day. We don't know. Uh, the guy who was originally playing Dementor. <laughs> um, man. But then he's Dementor, and hilarity battles ensue, and, and whatever. I get... Oh, I don't even know. I don't have much to say about Yeah, that. the scene's like, all over the place. But yeah. um, We have our goofy anti-Power Rangers, the yep. demon team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the demon team. Um, Sinbad flips off all of the parade goers <laughs> good stuff family stuff he doesn't flip them off he does the or whatever the, know, the shove it yeah 
pretty much. Um, I enjoyed the one part where, oh, we mentioned how the karate comes back finally, full circle, sort of, so that Jamie <laughs> kicks Sinbad in the balls. I like the part where uh, Sinbad's running through the street, and he knocks out one of the parade dancers, which is just the a box. gift box. He's like, get out of my way, box! But then the saddest <laughs> and funniest thing happens when the other ornaments, like, gather around with no arms. They're just like, oh no! Oh no, like, our brother! <laughs> That, oh, no. that was pretty funny. The movie's at its funniest when it's taking that holiday stuff and turning it into like, you know, fight sequences and yeah, just the masochism. Shit, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this whole thing just doesn't make sense. And yeah, you okay? So Sinbad goes to jail. Jamie's like, I'll brighten up his day and give him my Turbo Man doll. That doesn't mean he's going to keep that through being in jail and everything. The cops are going to yeah. like snap yeah. that in front That's of him. Or something. If you think about it. Jake Lloyd gets a dad for Christmas, but Sinbad's kid loses his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, also, he <laughs> says, I got, and I understand this is supposed to be figuratively. He's like, I got the real Turbo Man at home. But, like, it, for kids that are just like, oh, that'd be because he's got the suit. I'm like, he's going to have to get that suit back. It's not like you get a Turbo Man at home. But I understand, like, as an adult, you're like, oh, I get it. It's all wholesome and everything. But Yeah. And like, even this and is... his wife, too, is like, and I've got one, too. We're like, what? No, he's not going to. Yeah, what do you want to do with the suit? Like, yeah, but what? she knows what it looks like. I don't, you know, and that's where I'm like, I mean, if she, if it were a schlubby, if it were like Phil Hartman, and then she's seen him as a superhero, that's one thing. Oh, right. Yeah. At what point is Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1996 taking his shirt off and you're being like, I don't see it. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I got Ted. You know? Arnold, you got moobs. What's going on now? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, guys, you, would you guys recommend this movie to for people to watch if they've never seen it before? Yeah, it's still a fun thing. I want to, before you talk about all that, I want to say just the last scene tries to set up a sequel, I guess. But there's it, an, there's a, in the MCU, remember we were talking about pre-MCU? This yeah. has, because <laughs> I actually didn't know about this until like, actually, I think last night, because I didn't really leave the videotape on back in the day. So I, I had it on the HBO app on my Amazon, whatever I got HBO on it. And while it's playing, I'm like, oh, I'll just leave this stupid music on while I'm working. You know what I mean? Like, I just, and all of a sudden it goes, I'm like, what? There's a post credit. This really Wait, isn't a post credit. <laughs> yeah, there's a post credit. I've never watched the post credit. <laughs> I post might credit. have missed that as well. I was talking more so yeah. about how, like, after the parade, uh, they oh. are back at their house and he puts the, the star on the tree. And, um, and his wife's like, with everything you went through for your son, it makes you wonder, what'd you get me? And then it zooms in on yeah. him and then zooms oh, out. And it's yeah. like, is he okay. going to have to oh, go out at po- Is that the post-credit? That's the post-credit sequence. Oh, okay. that's, yeah, I have seen that. That's right after the parade. I was confused. No, then you must have seen it on a DVD where they moved it up. He saw, he I'm watched the extended, remember? It might, yeah, that so might they, have been how the extended ended. I'm telling you, it plays after the credits. If you go watch it on now that you say that sketch, I do remember that as a kid because I remember watching it one time and I, you know, I just kept it on and I saw that and I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and and then meanwhile they're like, get other stuff from Ted's house and put it in my wife's. You know, (laughs) we cannot get jewelry at this hour. What's that? Yeah. Knowing Ted, he probably had something over there for her. Probably. He's got stuff primed for each wife. Like, he opens up a model room, and it's the cul-de-sac, <laughs> and each house has a ring for the wife in there. I don't know. Um, Another missed into, opportunity like, some... in that reindeer fight was stumbling into, like, Ted's nightmare vault of, like, a like sex you know dungeon. <laughs> something, <laughs> like yeah. Like, his trophy room. You know what I mean? Right, burnout, like, yeah. yeah. All the, the wives and his dead wi- ex-wife's there. 
Oh no no no! I, no, I mean like like just like like I'm a burn after like reading room or something. But like a wall, oh. like a trophy wall. Like I got this one, this one, and she's next on the list. You know what I mean? Oh okay. I... Okay. <laughs> I was going horror. <laughs> yes, you were. Look, well, I, see again, you got to stay within the tone, but you know uh, the bloom uh, house version oh, of this movie. Okay. Again. <laughs> What's that? Okay. You both talked. What's up? I was saying if this were a Bloomhouse version of this movie, then yeah, you go full horror, but Yeah. Gotcha. You go don't breathe. <laughs> you just gotta stick to inappropriately creepy sexual assault guy. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um I no, to answer your question though, Corey, I would recommend this to someone because it's still it's still entertaining enough to watch. Uh and, and yeah. it's got some Arnold lines in it, but but not because it's an Arnold movie to ironically watch his bad acting, but because of the supporting cast that makes this film. Yeah. I think, too, like, it's one of those movies, too, is, like, you can put it on and then, like, go do something and come back and be like, oh, yeah, I still understand what's going on, so we're good. Right. With the paper-thin plot of Dad needs to get toy before Christmas, then, yeah, you're not going to miss out on missing anything. Now, if you if you, if you you start watching it, like, early and then you come back and it's the parade scene, you're like, what the f*** happened? Yeah. <laughs> Why is you what? You might go back. Yeah. Or what's this bomb situation? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? Anthrax? I don't know. Um, yeah. Fun drinking game. Every time they do oh, a no. close up on someone and you have to watch their mouths move. Oh, right. Just take a shot. Like, yeah. That was something I did notice watching the Blu-ray of this is like you see every particle of sweat during that bomb scene in the radio station and everything yeah. on like oh, both yeah. their yeah. faces and stuff. I'm like, or the Tata oh. Turtle Man. And it just goes oh. real close to Sinbad's mouth. And I'm like, all right, I didn't need to yeah. see that. Oh, I get it. Every was this hair um, of your mustache? Was this the first time Arnold had a mall sequence since Terminator Two? Uh, no, he had one in uh, a Commando. Well, that was before. T2. No, 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 it was Terminator Two, bro. Come oh, on. okay. Nineteen eighty four, man. Like, so Terminator Two is ninety one, ninety two. Oh, yeah, might be right. This might be the first time he had a mall sequence. Well, I mean, he ran through a mall in True Lies, right? Or was it was it a building? No, I don't know. Terminator that. Two, that mall sequence is uh, quite iconic. You know, like that's. I like how we're ball. getting in trouble for the the crazy ass stipulations that Sketch put on this question. <laughs> I just like how you repeat the same fucking answer after I chastise. <laughs> like I, I feel like this is how the script was made. You know, like we should definitely need a mall. Sucks. You know what we could do? We could do that scene. What? Uh, f- it. You just stuck on it. We'll just put that in. <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, though, it's like the mall of malls because he's. Yeah, you would think. You there? Did you cut out? Oh yeah, Corey, you cut out for a second. Okay. Oh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, it, you're right. It is the mall. It's Mall of America. You would almost think the climax would have taken place. Yeah, because it is. Maybe. This is the mall in every movie. Like why it's big enough and whatever. But yeah. no, we get it like halfway through. Or why? Is it, why wasn't the parade just in this mall? <laughs> why not just do? I that? mean, why shoot it in Minnesota other than for the Mall of America? There's no. I mean, they shot. Yeah, it was. Playful stuff was in L. A. Bro, like that wasn't even. Oh yeah, even, that, yeah. yeah. And the was... parade stuff is L. A. Too. You can see the stores are in Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like like the jewelry <laughs> shops. That's like Rodeo Drive ish area. Yeah. Area. Yeah, it so, was almost like they wanted they couldn't focus on they didn't want to make it seem like just one city like it, it felt like New York at first then yeah like L A and then it's just like also, we are just in big city America. Also, too, like they just do an overhead pan of the Mall of America. Like you never like they could have just like overpanned that and then everything was shot in L A. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, that, that second toy thing might have. I mean, that's some definitely some Minnesota. There might have been some tax credits or something they got. I mean, the Lord awesome. knows they they spent the most of the money just getting Arnold. You know, probably. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Think about the budget. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of MCU like style 
you know references in the in the movie yeah, when supposed he... to be the superhero movies or like the that's the not a superhero movie but you know he's going after what would be like the captain america of our world right now yeah iron man iron man yeah whatever um but uh you asked and your prayers are answered there's a jingle all the way too yes there is and who is the lead in that one scotty larry the cable guy yeah, I which not is that I won't. <laughs> yet another movie where he plays a character named Larry, probably because he can't understand acting as a character and he has to be addressed <laughs> as Larry. This one, that one came out in 2014. It yeah, just in time. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. I, I you you can't really. It's because uh, I hate to say this. I'm gonna get whatever. Careful. Uh, I'll just go there. His dumbass fans, right? Only know oh, Larry, as Larry Cable the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. So if they give him any other name, they're gonna f-ing get mad. Oh, that's I'm fine. Just, we can say that too. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like that's. I live where you're talking about, and I'm fine with saying that. <laughs> if you call Larry the Cable Guy Howard in a movie, ah, f-ing Larry, that's Larry, man. Like, Howard. I, I mean, I'm, that's I'm, not Howie. Maybe Harry. Same with Larry. Like, we don't. We're calling yeah. Arnold Arnold, but like we all assume we. It's just. It's just how it is. You know. You could have like, done like a Wilbur or a Cletus, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Cletus. Yeah. You I know they jingle the whole way. You know they work it into the movie. <laughs> Y'all seen that jingle all the way too? <laughs> oh man. Uh, we joke about it, but that's that's real down here <laughs> that's a shame i i sorry i got caught up reading about jingle all the way too which is apparently produced by 20th century fox and wwe studios that is not surprising at all yeah. uh, that must have been the situation where the big show went back to vince mcmahon was like look i was in this and i, I think it. we got the potential with this <laughs> yeah. uh, it would have been great right so let me think about this i got big show i got wwe <laughs> What we yeah. do is we start it in a in a Christmas prison yard, and all the elves and him, you know, they're and then it's like they it's all come. The Santa Claus, yeah. Well, they have to get him out like Rambo too, like you know, Ermintrout, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like goes and gets the Big Show and all those guys to do one last jingle all the way. We need to. A... Oh my god! <laughs> you know? One more, one last heist. And then yeah, yeah, the, make it a heist movie, right? <laughs> You know, one last Christmas, the declining. We got one. All the toy sales are going down. There's this one last time. It's probably never going to happen again. So we got to get these guys. Yeah, I think they're describing like kind of the plot of Bad Santa a little bit. It's going to be Jingle All the Way to the Christmas Dozen. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Scotty, we got to end this thing. He's going to just keep thinking of stupid and stupider shit. For a second, I was confused and I thought, like, wait, wasn't Larry the Cable Guy Bad Santa also? No. He... No. <laughs> because. <laughs> very much not. Are you telling me Larry the Cable Guy is a hillbilly, Billy, uh, what's it? Billy <laughs> Bob Thornton? Because that's fucking hilarious. Hillbilly Bob Thornton. <laughs> hillbilly Bob Thornton. Yeah. There we go. I found something more hillbilly than Billy Bob Thornton, you know? <laughs> Oh, Larry the Cable Guy playing Sling Blade? No, no, no. Just not. He doesn't need to do. Well, he wouldn't know what to do. He's not named Larry. Um, he doesn't. If, yeah, Sin, that, if Sinbad did him, he could be Sling Bay. Oh, Ed did Scotty. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, this has been the sideshow. We're going to keep talking about. We got one more shot at a Christmas movie, so uh, it might be Christmas with the Cranks. We might surprise you with something else. Something else. There's not really any Sega Christmas stuff that I can think of, so we'll find something. Uh, yeah, by the way, this is uh, related to Sega. Did you know that? Uh, well, Sonic, Sonic was in this. Sonic, Sonic was in this movie. Sonic, yeah. And, and a it. grip of nomads uh, are on that wall, I know. 
because we brought them to the, the stores. Oh, in the toy store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the toy store. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> two two links to Sega. We've got it down. Um, there's there's f***ing Jaguars in there, dude, because we had all this overflow stock at Playco. And put boxes Marcus in the warehouse. background. We need them. Dude, I'm telling you right now, we had these 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 Jaguars stacked all the way up. I was like, if these fell and killed us all, we'd be death by Jaguar. <laughs> like, That'd be awesome. Tell you they kill Atari, they killed me too. And so, yeah. If you think this 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 never stops, guys, like this, this I was there. <laughs> I was there. Back to these the are trenches. Normal people. Right in the '90s, who were just like not used to someone like this, you know, there was no internet, or right. <laughs> they're like, just shut up and count the fucking toys, man, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it, well, okay, it, Corey, you asked me if I'd recommend it. Sketch. It sounds like you'd probably recommend this to someone, right? Or just have it in the background. No, I would recommend. No, I don't. Man, I know what people watch. You know, I, <laughs> you know, like, I think at the time I was like, this generic. Sh- you know what I mean? It's just yeah. cheap bargain basement, whatever. It doesn't right. even hold a candle to the lesser holiday movies. Like, uh, like a Christmas vacation wasn't liked when it came out too much. It caught no. its wind on on cable. But looking yeah. back, you're like, yeah, that's a fun movie. This is two steps below that. I would say though, if, if you watch the toys that made us with the the Power Rangers, and then you put this on, and you just just the whole time you're drinking uh, mold wine. By the mm-hmm. time you get by the time you get to the fucking Sinbad stuff, and then we get when you get to the Santa, you could just you have a great time with the Santa part. Like you know, you could just stop the movie right there, as far as I'm concerned. Like, that, that's that you're you're good to go. Yeah. So with some precursor, with some pregame watching and some booze, it's you'd watch it then. Yeah, I had two <laughs> bottles of mulled wine, uh, two orange worth of juice, a sliced orange, sliced apple, cinnamon stick, and one and a half tablespoons of of mold spices in there for about two hours. You're good to go, man. Like, this <laughs> just is a good thing to watch. <laughs> and, some right, and some cookies just so you can put them down now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so this has been the Megavision Sideshow. Thank you to those who are supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can do that by clicking a link in the description below. Um, remember, if you want the Sideshow early, you do have to be subbed to our Patreon or subscribing to us on Twitch. Uh, otherwise, you'll get it a couple days late with the slow crowd, I guess. But still, regardless, we appreciate all your support for Mega Visions. With me today um, has been sneaking through the cracks, maybe burning some cops' hands. Sketchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Boy, I gotta keep talking now. I thought I was. Uh, no, no, you just need to say bye. Talk? That's I, all. No, 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 no. Corey, say something right. goodbye. You've been with us as well. Santa Claus, I don't know, whatever you do. Put the cookie down now. There we go. All right. This is fun. Bye. I think that's going to just about do us for the MSS show. Thank you, everybody. Merry holidays and uh, hang those trees high and don't punch any reindeer. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot And goodness knows he didn't want a lot He sent a note to Santa for some soldiers and a drum It broke his little heart when he found Santa hadn't come In the street he envies all those lucky boys 
then wanders home to last year's broken toys. I'm so sorry for that laddie. He hasn't got a daddy. The little boy that Santa Claus forgot. You know, Christmas comes but once a year for every girl and boy. The laughter and the joy they find in each brand new toy. I'll tell you of a little boy who lives across the way. This little fellow's Christmas is just another day. He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. And goodness knows he didn't want a lot. In the street... He envies all those lucky boys Then wanders home to last year's broken toys I'm so sorry for that laddie He hasn't got a daddy The little boy That Santa Claus Forgot Shy said, Here I am, hold on. He started counting lifts when pain comes on. Pump it up, don't bring it down. He made a trip to the United States, first time born American shades. A hardware command was only 19 when he became a steel machine in the gold's gym of Venice Beach Town. Pump it up, don't bring it down. Superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar, pumping iron steel machine, living legend, evergreen. Governator, Mr. Universe, Olympia. American Idol, worldwide played, Hollywood's calling and he got paid. Higher than the Empire State, a rising star, and there he said, I'm Hercules in Manhattan downtown. Pump it up, don't bring it down. Arnold Schwarzenegger, listen carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Not what, but who, if you believe success will come to you. Work like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Break some rules, not the law, don't be afraid to fail. You have to think outside the box, I say no pain, no gain. I don't want to hear it can't be done, give always something back. My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Terminator, superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar. Pumping and steel machine, living legend, evergreen. Governator, Mr. Universe, Olympia. 
gone by and the movie star Proudly ran for governor You need a goal, specifically Turn your vision to realities What the president of the Special Olympics please. I'm on till the end of days Hasta la vista, baby Terminator Superstar Hasta la vista This will come. Work like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Break some rules, not the law, don't be afraid to fail. You have to think outside the box, I say no pain, no gain. I don't want to hear it can't be done, give always something back. My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Terminator superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar. From the steel machine, living legend, evergreen. Governator, mystery of the curse of Olympia. Arnold till the end of days. Pump it up, don't bring it down. I'll be back. Super shots. Again, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring it down. <laughs> <laughs>